welcome to our community spotlight edition. So right now we're talking to Point of Sale and we have the one and only Grace Sharkey here to join us. And we're talking about AI and retail. Grace, thanks so much for joining us this morning. Yeah, thank you guys. Happy Wednesdays. Nice to see you too, Thomas. <laughs> I feel like I've talked to you before. It was on Sirius yesterday. I, and I showed up and I was like, oh, I'm hosting. I get to see Grace again. But <laughs> AI and retail, we talked about this on SiriusXM. Uh, I was messing around with ChatGPT 3.5 because I'm a peasant and can't afford four, 20 bucks a month. But, um, you know, looking <laughs> at AI in retail, AI can help with some things, but not for others. What's the situation for retail right now? Are we still trying to figure that out? Well, uh, today we're actually going to be covering a, a handful of areas that is using generative AI to help bring some efficiencies in the retail space. But we're going to get really creative with it in these different ways. It's going to be, uh, we, we will touch for a second on the customer service side, a little bit more of the chat box aspect of things. We'll also uh, dive into uh, some of the basic ways, including uh e-commerce product descriptions, which actually Shopify themselves has come out with a tool to help with that uh, called Shopify Magic. Uh, that came out in February of 2023. So uh, we will touch on some of the more, I guess, uh, maybe obvious ways that we could start to see this, this tool played a little bit more in retail. But we're also going to touch on some of the more competitive ways that it can be used in order to gain more market share and, and gain consumers, including virtual photo shoots uh, and also uh, virtual fashion design as well. So uh, we're going to touch on some of the, the more, uh, let's say, obvious or more basic applications of AI in the space. But we're also uh, going to touch on maybe more in-depth marketing ways that you can apply AI to uh, your retail plan in order to gain more uh, consumers. Because right now, that's everyone's big focus in retail, right? Is as consumer spending goes down, where can we find these new customers? Where can we spend more money? Uh, and according to CB Insights, about 14% of retail executives are actually looking to spend a little bit more in their budgets uh, this year towards these types of, of tools. And Grace, whenever we see any kind of influx in new technologies, there's that scare that this is going to eliminate roles. How do you see that playing out? Do you see this as, especially when larger uh, players start to adapt more and more AI, is this looking at, you know, eliminating roles or just really helping those that are already in these positions be a little bit more efficient or maybe just leveling the playing field for smaller operations to play with the bigger guys? I think it's a little bit of that situation, but I also think it's a way to uh, invigorate the, the the people that are in these jobs, like Thomas, for example, right? Like uh, he has been using chat GPT and, and playing around with AI a little bit in his shows. And I think it actually increases the, the content that he's making. And he has a lot more f fun playing with the technology in his space as well. And I, I think that you'll see the same thing here. I mean, to say, is there someone out there who their passion is to create product descriptions for the rest of their life? <laughs> Likely not. Uh, I would assume probably not. And it, to be able to pull that time out of someone's day to make that process very simple and easy to use now gives that marketing, likely marketing uh, person or uh, personnel 
chance to actually apply their marketing skills, what they've learned uh, through their tenure in a more advanced way, likely towards something like a virtual a photo shoot or, or something that's a little bit more high tech and a little bit more adventurous in, in the workspace as well. So honestly, the more and more that these tools come out, I, I'm really pushing against the narrative that they'll take jobs. If anything, I think we'll see people start to apply their true value, their true uh, uh, passions a little bit more at work because you're taking something like product descriptions away from them. I think you bring up a great point. Um, you know, when I was playing around with it, I had to do a deep dive to figure out what the heck this is. And it reminds me of back in the day when I was doing my MBA back in 20, we finally figured out the language models we do consumer sentiment, where you'd look at Yelp reviews and find out that good or bad, but you'd have to train the model. What's crazy is now this is basically that early tech on steroids. Uh, Facebook released one called Llama, which is token. So, you know, Grace, thinking about it, it's not <laughs> going to change as much. The tokens and the weights on how it determines what it should sound like, do you think that's the opportunity where now retail is going to think, well, I know I have these AI models, but I also know I need to figure out what I need it to tell me and what it needs to value? Because I feel like that's a missed opportunity. If you use any language model, it may turn out that that product is being said it was good when in fact consumers were saying bad. It's just the tokens were wrong. It's like running out of Dave and Buster's or something, you know? A, a thousand percent. I mean, that's the best part about this type of AI is that it takes the human experience and the the data created by humans in order to become this great and powerful Oz at the end of the day. It's, it's nothing that I truly, again, believe that anyone should be afraid of. If anything, they should get excited to how they can help this type of technology get better. I mean, it's just like, it, when you're texting on your phone and you see that it's it's getting better at guessing or assuming the next word that you want to type or learning more be, on your behavior in that aspect. And uh, while on some level, yeah, it could be seen creep at another level, it's really fun to be a part of that experience and to be able, especially in your role, if we're even talking outside of retail, like in the logistics space, I mean, it's all problem solving. That's what we all love to do. That's what the, the whole point of supply chain is. So if we can take how we problem solve and take that insight and, and put that into data and, and start really seeing these AI tools learn from us, then, man, our brains, I think, are going to be open to some really fantastic things in the future, even down to, to supply chain twins and, and where all that uh, fun stuff could go. So I'm hoping that people leave the episode today thinking, okay, there's some really interesting ways that we're going to be able to see AI in our retail space. And I definitely am not afraid of losing my job. If anything, I want to be a part of this growth. Grace, a lot of great points, especially with the cell phone. Sometimes I go the opposite direction of the suggested text just to keep my phone guessing. But if people want to learn more or watch <laughs> the next episode of Point of Cell, how can I do that? Yeah, so you can check it out, uh, the podcast version, anywhere you listen to podcasts, uh, Spotify, Apple, etc. Uh, you can check them out on YouTube or just go to FreightWaves TV at tv.freightwaves.com. Dot com. Uh, click on point of sale. Uh, become part of our community as well by going to freightways.com slash POS and sign up today and you'll get our, our weekly newsletter on Mondays. 
Awesome, Grace. Thanks so much for joining us this morning. We'll be sure to be tuning in for that. Right now, we're going to take a short break, but we'll be right back with more Fruit Waves Now.